the EPL show on the Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Sign up using our link and receive a $500 risk-free bet. That's right, $500. And if you send in your first bet slip, you'll get a free t-shirt. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win for a $500 risk-free bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win, spelled W-Y-N-N. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure you subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no V. VIG. That's right, no VIG betting. That's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com and use the promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's betteredge, B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com and the promo code SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paper providers and they make it super easy to start your own sport. Sportsbook. Puff Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just head over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. You are listening to the EPL show FA Cup special here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Also check out my website, lockbetting.com. There is no better time to sign up. We have just had our 12th winning week in the NFL as we head towards the playoffs. An 11-2 week 17 as we head towards the playoffs. There is no better time to sign up to get your NFL picks for this weekend. We've had an incredible NFL season and we look to finish out strong. We're also giving out winners in the NBA and college basketball nearly every single night. Tennis season has started as well, and we have got back on track with our soccer. We are on a 14-4 and soccer run in 2021, plus we are on a 15-3 and boxing run. As I said, there is no better time to sign up for a package over at LockBetting.com, UFC, Boxing, NBA, college basketball, NFL, soccer, WWE Raw Rumble at the end of the month as well. We are doing it all and we are looking for our 92nd consecutive month of tracked transparent profit off the back of making £2,480 in the month of December, which included 15 units from Futures in the Europa League and the Champions League at a 19-3 and lock record. So once again, lockbetting.com is the place to go. Why don't you combine your new membership at lockbetting.com with a new betting account with WinBet, the new sponsor here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. 
WinBet are giving you a $500 risk-free bet to play with. Plus, you can get a free t-shirt from the guys at the Sports Gambling Podcast. All you need to do is sending your first WinBet screenshot over to podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. That's podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get your free t-shirt. Over at WinBet, they're doing tons of boosted bets, including a wheel spin to boost parlays, which is perfect for hashtag DGENs only. WinBet is currently online in New Jersey and Colorado, and Michigan is coming soon with lots more states on the way. So once again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win, and win is spelt W-H-N-N. Combine that with lockbetting.com. Sign up for lockbetting.com this weekend. Be a part of our 92nd consecutive winning month and use your free $500 risk-free from WinBet. W-H-N-N here on the Sports Gambling Podcast. Moving on with our show here, our FA Cup special here on this EPL show. This is a really, really difficult show to do. I'm going to be fully transparent about it. I found it even difficult putting together six or seven games to pick here. That's because of the COVID situation. Teams are ravaged by COVID here in the UK at the moment. Aston Villa are playing a full team of under-23s. Derby County are doing the same for their game away to Chorley. So... It's a very, very difficult card to pick out. Some teams don't even want to be in the FA Cup. They'll be prioritising their ambitions in their leagues. And some teams are going all out. Some teams like your Everton's and your Leicester's, yes, they are concentrating on their league position, but these are teams that want some silverware. Tottenham, Arsenal, two more, I think, fall into that category as well. So I've tried to combine all of my thoughts here in order to bring you a strong card to play here for this weekend's FA Cup. So we've got seven or eight games picked out for you. And we do begin here on Friday with Aston Villa at home to Liverpool, where Liverpool now have moved to the one to seven favourites to win this game. Originally, Liverpool were available at around about even money. And in that situation, I liked Aston Villa before we found out that Aston Villa weren't going to be playing any first-team players because I felt that Liverpool would be a team who tried to deliberately exit the competition. However, with Liverpool even playing some of their youth players and fringe players here, they will comfortably, comfortably beat this Aston Villa team. Aston Villa's under-23s have really struggled throughout the season, including an 8-1 away defeat against Sunderland when they played in the EFL Trophy. So Aston Villa have done really badly in that EFL Trophy and they are playing a lot of the same players here and Liverpool's fringe players should be able to take them apart comfortably. You're getting Liverpool here to cover a minus 2.5 Asian handicap line, which means that Liverpool need to win this game by three goals or more. And you're getting that here at the price of 10 to 11. I think Liverpool will have absolutely no problem if they're fielding the likes of Shakiri and Minamino, etc., of covering this handicap. Aston Villa have not fared well against League One and League Two teams, and now they're playing against Premier League squad players and some youngsters here, but youngsters who have had EPL experience this season. I think it's going to be a really comfortable day for Liverpool, and I do think they're going to cover the minus 2.5 handicap here against an Aston Villa under-23 team who have been bad every time we've seen them so far this season. So Liverpool minus 2.5 at 10 to 11 will be the pick here for this game. 
Moving on to another game here happening tonight between Wolves and Crystal Palace. Wolves are the 21-10 favourites. It's 21-10 the draw and it's 11-4 here on Palace. I think what we're going to see here is two teams that kind of want to get far in this competition, but they're not going to put the likes of Wilfred Zaha on the pitch when you're looking at Crystal Palace. So they're going to try and get through with their fringe players. They're going to try and get through by making six or seven changes. If that's the case, I think it favours Wolves. I think they have a stronger squad and I think they're more capable of getting through here with a rotated team. I think either way, this lends itself towards the under here, which is available at four to five because you're going to have a lot of fringe players and a lot of players that are not familiar with each other. I don't think we're going to see all-out leg-breaking efforts here where players are flying into tackles to to get through to the next round of the FA Cup. I think that's where the spirit of this FA Cup is damaged because it used to mean a lot more. Whereas here, either manager, I think, can take it or leave it. And I just narrowly give the edge to Wolves. But under no circumstances do I see three or more goals being scored here. I think it'll be a tight game here with, with French players who will try and organise themselves and try and nick this game. But I think Wolves will have of the better quality and look it could I could be wrong about that because Wilfred Zaha could come on and play a part from the bench we could see players coming on from the benches and the bench players could be the ones that change this game but I think before that happens it's going to digress into some sort of stalemate prior to that and I don't think we're going to see a great game here this evening so I like the under here under 2.5 at 4 to 5 with a narrow lean on Wolves getting through here at a better price than evens here at 21 to 20 with them having the better squad and having more ability to get through with the players that they rotate into their team here. Plus home advantage because Crystal Palace are travelling to Wolves. But um, I think bench players will be key and I think our under will be comfortably in before we see them get involved in this game this evening. Up next, we move on to Saturday, and I'm going to look at this game between Everton and Rotherham, where Everton are the 49 favourites. It's 10 to 3 to draw, and it's 15 to 2 on Rotherham. I just think that cup competitions are important to Everton this season. I don't think it's realistic for them to get into the Champions League. I do think they have a route into the Europa League. I think they'll realistically be looking at returning into European football. But this team want cup runs. This team want to challenge for trophies. They were knocked out at the quarterfinal stage of the League Cup by Manchester United by two goals to nil. They massively underperformed in that quarterfinal and they're looking for a bounce back here. I think Ancelotti will be looking for a run in this competition. I think even if Everton rotate, they're going to be far too strong here for Rotherham. Obviously, the money line is outside where we can pick, but looking at Everton here on the minus 1.5 Asian handicap line and getting it a huge plus money here at 13 to 10, I think that represents some value because I think Everton here, even if they rotate, will be more than a goal better than Rotherham, but I'm not expecting him to significantly rotate. I'm not expecting nine or ten changes here. I'm expecting four or five. I'm expecting Everton to fall under the category of a team that take this competition relatively seriously and make sure that they get through here. So Everton minus 1.5 here at 13 to 10 will be my plus money selection for this game as Everton get through against Rotherham kicking off at 12 p.m. tomorrow. Up next, I do look at that Chorley versus Derby game where Derby are playing a whole host of under 23s but here's how it's even worse for Derby than it is for Villa they've drafted under 23s into their first team throughout the season therefore anybody that's been involved with the first team can't play so this isn't even their best group of under 23s this is the under 23s that aren't even good enough to train with the first team so this is a very 
very weak Derby team. Now, I'm not loving the fact that Chorley are almost favourites here to win this game. Most places do have them as favourites. They're six to four. Derby thirteen to eight. It's eleven to four to draw. But this Chorley team have taken some league scalps on the way to this um, third round, and I think they're a good price here in the pick market to be able to beat this Derby County team. So you're getting Chorley here at five to six as a pick. I draw no bet. So if it ends up being a draw, you lose nothing here from this game. But you're basically getting a free pick here on Chorley because I don't think Derby's youth players, youth players that haven't experienced any first team football at all, are going to be able to go to Chorley and win this game when Chorley are a team that have taken scalps already in this competition. Yes, Chorley are way, way, way below Derby. And these Derby players are probably better, but they don't have any first team pedigree. They don't have any experience of playing any league football this season and this Chorley team have got this far in this competition and they're having a good run in their league. So I'm going to take Chorley here on the pick market to upset Derby, although it won't be an upset really because Chorley are narrowly favourite in most places and they are playing a bunch of uh, 18 to 21 year olds here for Derby who have never played for the Derby first team. So Chorley here in the pick market here at 5-6 to six to, to manage to win this game in 90 minutes, which pushes if it ends up being a draw for you anyway. Up next in the same category as Everton, we have Leicester here. And Leicester are the 10 to 11 favourites to win at Stoke. Stoke recently got eliminated from the League Cup in the quarterfinals against Tottenham. They are the 10 to 3 underdogs here and it's 12 to 5 on the draw. I think even if Leicester rotate considerably, they'll be able to comfortably win this game. We saw Leicester rotate in the league and they got a 1-1 draw against Palace, bringing on their big guns late. Um... Brendan Rodgers was criticised for that, but it did lead to a victory in the next game where they comfortably managed to beat Newcastle. That was a pick that we made over on the EPL show. This Leicester team are very, very good away from home. This Stoke team have won just one of their last eight matches. In contrast, Leicester have been beaten just once in their last eight games, and Stoke failed to score in four of their last seven assignments. So whereas Stoke are one of the better defensive teams in the Championship, they really do struggle to score goals. So getting Leicester to win to nil here represents some solid value at two to one. I also like the under here in this game at 10 to 11. It's 10 to 11 on the over and 10 to 11 on the under. And seeing as this Stoke team don't score, and I think there'll be a very definitive tactic to stop Leicester playing. Leicester are going to have large portions of the ball, large periods where they're going to have the ball. They're going to dominate the position statics, statistics, sorry. And uh, eventually they will end up breaking through because they do have enough quality to get through here. So Leicester, I think, will be the pick here at 10 to 11. And I also like the under 2.5 goals at 10 to 11 because I don't think that this Stoke, this Stoke team are going to contribute a goal towards this game which gives you even better value on Leicester winning to nil here at 2-1 to one, or at best price here at 23-10 to 10. if you're looking for some big value here in the FA Cup tomorrow take that one Leicester to nil against Stoke as Leicester go through along with Everton two teams that I think are going to be looking for a cup run in this competition so they will not fall under the category of teams like a, a Liverpool or a Manchester City who probably don't care how far they get in this season's FA Cup. Up next, I've picked out this game here between QPR and Fulham, where Fulham are 11 to 10 favourites. It's 11 to 5 to draw, and it's 12 to 5 on QPR as an underdog. I like QPR here on the double chance market. This Fulham team haven't played for weeks. They've been ravaged by COVID protocols and now they are going to turn up and play this game. So I don't know whether that was an excuse for Fulham to to lessen the amount of games they had to play over the Christmas period. They got a lot of heat 
for postponing two games over the period. So I don't know whether we're going to get a Fulham team here that are really fresh or a, or a Fulham team that are pretty much ravaged by COVID. But the fact is, is that the gap between QPR and Fulham isn't vast, especially when you factor in the fact that QPR are playing at home. Plus, this is a derby game for QPR. QPR and Fulham don't like each other. So I can see QPR putting out a large majority of their first team here, whereas Fulham may may rotate their team because surviving in the Premier League is a priority. There's two trains of thought here for Premier League teams. There's teams that are right down the bottom who don't want to be there, who really need to focus on their relegation race. There are a team with Champions League ambitions that don't necessarily want to be in the FA Cup and there's teams that are trying to win the league. I think everywhere in between that, if you're on the peripheral point of qualifying for Europe or if you're challenging just about for the Champions League or you're a mid-table team like a Newcastle for example I think you'll try and still play for the FA Cup but in this instance I don't think Fulham fall into that category I think we look at Fulham and Sheffield United and West Brom and teams that are really fighting for their Premier League lives because it's obviously much more financially important to stay in the Premier League than it is to have a FA Cup run when you don't have any realistic chance of really winning the FA Cup anyway. So I think Fulham will fall into that category. I think they're going to find it tough here. I think we're going to see a strong QPR team. This is a West London rivalry. QPR themselves are not having a great season. They're down toward, they're down near the bottom of the championship, but they're a better team than that. And I think we'll see them turn up here and at least avoid a defeat against a Fulham team who I don't think are overly concerned about this game. I think we're going to see a lot of Fulham fringe players. And I think we may see seven or eight first team players here for QPR, which will certainly bridge the gap between these two teams, giving QPR a chance to go through to the next round or at least avoiding a defeat across 90 minutes. So QPR here are available at 8 to 11 best price on the double chance market to at least avoid a 90 minute defeat against their West London rivals here in Fulham. Moving over to Sunday. So we're going to skip some important games here. I don't really have a big take on uh, Arsenal versus Newcastle. I don't have a big take on Manchester United versus Watford. I would lean that Arsenal and Man United do get through here. Because I do think a cut run is important to them. Man United, probably less so because they are challenging for the Premier League title. But Arsenal are the holders of this competition. And I think they'll be very disappointed to exit at home to Newcastle. Whereas Man United, even if they rotate all of their players, even though if, even if they play their second 11 here against Watford, they should have enough to go through. But I prefer moving on to Sunday and looking at this Chelsea team at home to Morecambe. Chelsea are the one to 10 favourite. It's 8-1 to one on the draw and it's 20-1 to one on Morecambe. I like Chelsea here to cover a minus 2.5 handicap, which means they need to win this game by three goals or more. And that's available for you here at four to five. I think Chelsea need to use this game to make a statement. I think they need to keep a clean sheet for starters because their defence has started to falter slightly. They haven't been scoring as many goals as they have been or rather had been earlier on in the season. This represents an opportunity for Chelsea to get an impressive win. And it's a win that they need. They need a win here and they need to look good and they need to win big. It doesn't matter to me who plays for this Chelsea team on Sunday, whether it be Giroud or Abraham, whether they put Werner in to get goals, whether they put Havertz in to get his confidence, whether Zayek needs more games, whether they play Pulisic because he hasn't looked like the same player. I don't think Lampard even knows what his best team is. This team have rotated throughout the season and at times they look consistent in, in, in different positions. They've looked consistent up top and then they've not been able to score. They look consistent at the back, keeping loads of clean sheets and then they've conceded stupid 
specific goals, three of them against Manchester City, who obliterated this team in one half. This team need some consistency and they should be going out here against Morecambe and whatever 11 players take the pitch from their squad, they should be blasting this team, not just covering the minus 2.5. They should be covering 4.5 or 5.5. This should be 7, 8 or 9 nil here for Chelsea. This should be the most comfortable game where they all get to look good, where Havertz gets to make a couple of assists and score some goals, where Werner gets to score goals, where Abraham gets to score goals and where this defence don't concede again. So this really should be a competition that Chelsea are also going for. This probably does represent their best chance of a trophy. They're not going to win the Champions League. They're out of the league now. They're clinging on, I think, to even qualify for the Champions League this season. That's how bad they've looked in the last month. And the FA Cup will represent their best opportunity to win a trophy. They got to the FA Cup final last season, so they are going to go for it. And I think this Morecambe team are going to get absolutely hammered by Chelsea. Minus 2.5 here gets covered easily on Sunday. So Chelsea minus 2.5 will be the play here. For our final play in the FA Cup, we're going to go one bigger than that. We're going to take a minus 3.5 Asian handicap and it's going to be on Tottenham here against Marine. This Marine team are a non-league team who are a massive 162 places below Tottenham on the English football ladder. That's why Tottenham are 1-50 to to win this game. But I think Tottenham win this game comfortably here. They cover a minus 3.5 handicap, win this game by four goals or more. And they are available at four to six to do so. And I think that represents some good value because even if Tottenham rotate 11 players and bearing in mind, they're a team who are 100% COVID free. Mourinho announced that today. So they can play whoever they want here. But even if they rotate 11, that's still going to be Gareth Bale in the team. That's still going to be the Tottenham team that played a vast majority of the Europa League team. Now, this team have been playing two teams for most of the season, the Europa League team and the Premier League team as well. And even to a lesser extent, the League Cup team and the League Cup team have got to the final. The League Cup team is a mixture of the players that play in the Europa League, along with the players that play in the league for Tottenham, because for the League Cup games, they have only really made six or seven changes. So we have seen proper first team players featuring there, whereas for most of the Europa League games, because Tottenham's group was so comfortable, we did see 10 or 11 changes. For me, it doesn't matter here who ends up playing because the Europa League players are familiar with each other when you're looking at Vincent and Bale and whoever takes to the field here for Tottenham, they'll have enough to win this game by over four goals. And I think this is going to be a very, very comfortable afternoon for Tottenham. I wouldn't be surprised to see them win this game by seven or eight. I've seen people make cases where uh, teams, Premier League teams don't like going away to these grounds with them being more tight and compact. Yeah, that will get you only so far. That will mean that Marine might be able to keep this game down to them just losing by five or six, but that's going to be it. Are Tottenham going to cover a minus 3.5 and win this by four or more goals? Of course they will. Of course they will. With the Tottenham squad that they have, these 11 players that play this game are more than capable of challenging for first team positions. It's only really the likes of Dyer, Son, Kane, Loris and possibly Hoiberg, who are 100% nailed on for the team. I think every other week, there are five or six positions available here in this Tottenham team, and these players can challenge for them. When you're looking at the likes of a Lucas Moura, a Lamella, a Bale, these players can challenge for first-team positions. The whole back four, other than Eric Dyer's position, can be challenged for by these players. These Tottenham fringe players 
are strong, strong players. They are players that have carried Tottenham through in Europa League. They are players that have contributed towards Tottenham getting to a League Cup final. And this is a cup game as well. So I see similar players playing here. And I think Tottenham easily cover a minus 3.5 Asian handicap. Before we close out with the locks here for the FA Cup, I want to give you a lock here that I want you guys to get onto right now because it involves Tottenham. So we're going to transition straight onto Tottenham's FA Cup game here to their league game. Tottenham are going up against Aston Villa. Aston Villa cannot field a team against Liverpool because of COVID protocols. How are Aston Villa going to field a team in a few days' time at home to Tottenham? There are going to be loads of players missing. Tottenham to win that game is still available at 4-5. to five. By the time that game kicks off and by the time that realisation sets in in midweek that Tottenham are going to be playing against loads of peripheral Aston Villa players and possibly even some under-23s, that line is going to move significantly. I wouldn't be surprised if Tottenham kick off that game in midweek at minus 300. And at the moment, it's minus 125. It's four to five best price. There may be some line movement on that. People may start working it out depending on when you're listening to the show. But as I'm doing this on Friday morning, you do have the opportunity in most places to get Tottenham at around about four to five. So that is a strong, strong lock, a play that I want you guys to get on now. Tottenham on the money line to win away to Aston Villa at 4-5 to five in midweek. For the lock here on the show, it's got to be Chelsea. Chelsea are going to cover at minus 2.5 handicap. They are going to thump Morecambe. They are going to make a statement and they are going to comfortably win that game. For your second FA Cup lock, I'm going to give you guys Liverpool today. I just want you to play that for a half unit, though. I just want you to play it for a half unit. It's available at 10 to 11. Uh, I believe Chelsea were available at a best price of 4 to 5. So I think there's a couple of strong locks there. So take a full unit on Chelsea, take a half unit on Liverpool, and take a full unit on Tottenham's midweek game against Aston Villa and play that now. So it's two plays against Aston Villa here on the same show. And of course, we have that lock on Chelsea to demolish Morecambe and cover that minus 2.5 Asian handicap line. So that's your FA Cup show. It's a difficult show to do. I've tried to pick as uh, stronger plays as I possibly could. But as you can understand, there's lots of stuff going on with COVID and it's difficult to cipher what teams are going to actually care about this competition. But I think when you're looking at the likes of Everton and Leicester and Chelsea, who have gone quite strongly in on here on the show and have talked up their chances here of getting through to the next round. I think they're all going to continue to advance as we manage to stay away from the likes of uh, Manchester United and Manchester City and to some extent Liverpool. But I think even if Liverpool don't want to go far in this competition, looking at the results of that Aston Villa under-23 team or under-21 team and what they did in the EFL Cup this season, I don't think there's any chance that they stay within win three. I was tempted to uh, lock up Tottenham as well to cover this um, this minus 3.5 Asian handicap line. But uh, I want to save some plays over for my clients at lockbetting.com because we will be putting out some soccer plays this weekend. We'll also be doing the European show over at lockbetting.com. That's where we do something similar to what we've done here. We look all across 
across Europe and we narrow it down to seven to ten games. So that's like getting seven to ten premium plays on one podcast as we look all the way across Europe. And that European show returns this weekend exclusively over to LockBetting.com. But I cannot recommend enough signing up for the top package. Get your $500 risk-free bet with WinBet and sign up at LockBetting.com and tail the plays as we go for 92 consecutive months of transparent tracked profit over at LockBetting.com. Coming off winning £2,480 last month. That's over $3,000 including 15 unit futures from the Champions League and the Europa League and 12 winning weeks from the NFL season. 12 winning weeks, just 5 losing weeks and they were very narrow. The winning weeks were huge. 9 or 10 of them were absolutely massive including the 11-2 and two for week 17 and we are heading towards the playoff this weekend and if you sign up as well you get basketball plays every day. We're making money nearly every day. You'll be signed up for the tennis season with the Australian Open on the horizon and you can tag on to the 15-3 and three boxing run that we're on at the moment plus UFC also takes place this month with Conor McGregor returning to the Octagon. There will be an addition of the fight show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network for that but that concludes your EPL show FA Cup special. That's it from me. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter, and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.